Before we get started, if you love what we're doing on the Church Sound Podcast, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button, review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want more information, go to our website, www.churchsoundpodcast.com. See you in the matrix. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Could you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, along with the good pastor, Caleb Winley, who's not in the building today. So this way, I need you guys a little prayer for my nephew, CJ. Came home today with a fever of 102. Um, hopefully by the time, well, by the time you listen to this, we, we are saying that he is going to be fine. So we speaking, we're, we're speaking that into existence. So be praying for the Winley family, but the show must go on. The last time I checked, if you got breath in your body, you got the opportunity to be great and praise God at the same time. So I'm here, I'm, I'm here to provide the information. Welcome to episode number 102. Do you, do you understand this show is now three digits? Three digits. 102. 102 episodes of the Church Sound Podcast. I feel like we should have a round of applause for that. You know, I felt that in my Shanana. I felt that in my Shando Bosia. I felt that in, that in my Shiro the Honda. I, I felt that I, I felt that in my spell Eddie real fat E D D I E. I felt that in my E D D I E, and I felt I felt that deep down in my soul, as my grandmama will say. But we got a special guest today. You know, I had to go. I had to go home team. I had to go home team on this one. Stay with me. Stay with me. I need y'all to stay with me. I, I, I had to go home team on this one. Today's topic is the heart of a, of a praise and worshiper. And, you know, you, 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 you can't, you can't have, you can't talk about praise and worship without a worshiper. I'm going, I'm going to say amen with a D. Amen. Amen. Again. Amen. Amen. Again. I don't know why they say that, but hey, listen, it, it, it works in, in certain contexts. It does work. I had to go home team. So when I say home team, I'm talking about home church. Those of you who are listening and understand that I am now a resident of Columbia, South Carolina. Recording this from South Carolina. And I said, man, I got to get a worshiper. I got I to get somebody here that I know love the worship. And this and this brother that I'm going <laughs> to, that's, that's in the queue right now. You know, you, you can call him Roadrunner. You can call him Bugs Bunny. You, 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 hey, listen, you can call him Yosemite Sam. Like, that's praise and worship for this dude. Hey, listen, I've, you know, he's from my home church up in New York. 
Dream Life Church International. He's one of the praise and worship leaders, and I don't want people to get jealous. I don't want people to feel a certain sort of way. But he's my, he my favorite person to mix for. He's passionate. He's real. A family man. Got a great family, great wife, great great children's. And my mama would say great children's. And he loved God, and that, and, and, and that is the most important thing. And it comes out in his worship. Not only that, can the brother lead worship? Boy, I can preach to you. I swear, I swear, I clear. That boy been the word of God. The word of God, boy, he bring that thing down there, down there, down to your toe. You feel it down in your sacramentaliac down there, boy. He can preach. So they some gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages. Let's welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, Minister Demetrius Pugh. It is an absolute pleasure <laughs> to be with you, <laughs> Thank you for the wonderful introduction. Hey, listen, I man. feel so welcome, sir. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, like, I, re- I remember when I first came to Dream Life, and mm-hmm. I'm, unless you know me, know me. Yeah. I mean, really know me, you get three words out of me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's up? Yeah. Man? What's good? You good? Yeah, yeah. man. Yo, God bless you. How you doing, brother? All right. Yeah. You know, I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. You get, you get one four. Four is a stretch. Four, four, four means like you. I, I'm warming, I'm warming up to you. Four is four is four is like that's like oh man. Yeah. That'd be like oh you must like it. You said more than three words. Yeah yeah yeah. You know, you know, checking, you know I'm checking it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just trying to see, trying to see where the wiggle work is. You know. Yeah yeah. But yeah. I'm generally. You might hear me on this show, like running my running my mouth, but yeah. I'm generally super quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm quiet, reserved. Yeah. Until you know me. Yeah, yeah. And once yeah. you know me, mm-hmm. then you get to see the real me. Yeah. Which is what you guys see on the show. Which is funny, like the people at the church that finally figured out that I'm just like mm-hmm. a, I'm 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 a real jokester. Yeah, yeah. It was like I heard people in the back. I remember people was like, "I didn't. He is really funny." I had, <laughs> I had, I had. He is very, I know he talks. I didn't know I he talks. He's very comical. <laughs> He's very comical. <laughs> hey man, man, but welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you be being on you, here, man. We were trying to put this together for a minute, man. But yes. you know, and uh, as as some leaders would say, um, uh, um, God's timing is always perfect. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Had to wait on the spirit. Had to, to work on, on the, the spirit. spirit. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. <laughs> I know it's not like we're having too much fun because we are. It, yeah. it, it, if we were filming this, you would really buck out if you were to see the screen because That's we right. literally have on the same shirt. <laughs> It was it was like we worked at the same retail store. It's like over here, all, all the, it's the cabbage, and over here, it's the tomatoes. You know, we work at the same produce section. Like, what in the world? And we're gonna wear it on the same day. And on the same day. So, welcome to the show, man. I really appreciate you, you being sir. here, man. Appreciate um, it. I'm excited. I'm excited to get into this dialogue with you. Yes, sir. Because I I know. And out and our private conversations, mm-hmm. I don't know. God always shows up when we talking. You ever notice yes, that? Sir. Yes, like sir. Like when we talking, like yes. just off script, yeah. we can, we'll, we'll end up. Yes. 
It's something that God all all the time. So I'm excited for the listeners. I'm excited because I know God's gonna drop some bombs. That's right. In this in this in this broadcast. That's right. So before we get into it, before we start, Mm -hmm. we have this thing called Sunday school. Now Sunday school are the funny stories that we tell in church that happen amongst the lay people, members, whoever whoever it is. Mm -hmm. And I've invited you to be the guest minister at hand. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Sunday School with Minister Demetrius Pugh. Here we go. Mm. So, what are your three topics, sir? So, the first topic would be a deep sleep. Topic number two would be, are those yours? Are those those yours? Are those yours? Mm -hmm. And... Topic number three would be the older we get. The older we get. Okay. You know, um, anything that ends with a question mark, <laughs> has, you know, has, has a whiff to it. That that only only a good story because it, it, it's. So I'm gonna go with. Are uh, uh, are those yours? I'm gonna go with that. Well, thank you for, for giving me this opportunity to share this word for today. Um, and I would like to start off by encouraging all of our older listeners, the, the, the listeners of the older persuasion, to please make sure that you have uh, thoroughly checked the security of your denture <laughs> before going into church on Sunday morning. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Um, unfortunately, sir, <clears throat> uh, my grandfather years ago did not do that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> my, now my grandmother was a dev- very devout woman, very devout Christian, and, and her determination was we were not the family that sat in the back. We always sat in the front. So, we go to church one, one, one uh, beautiful morning, and we're sitting in the front, my grandmother, my grandfather, and me and my three siblings, and uh, my grandfather fell asleep. Now, I want to encourage over the listeners. Try to stay awake in church. Now, listen, the word's not always so strong, so sometimes you doze off. It doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes you doze off. Now, that wasn't the the real problem. Unfortunately, my grandfather fell asleep, and his dentures were not secure. So those dentures wound up on his chest. <laughs> no way. In the front row. In the very front row of the oh, church. Oh, God. Distracts the pastor, the pastor and preacher. <laughs> he completely stops. <laughs> and my grandmother is sitting next to my grandfather trying to put his dentures back oh, in no. his mouth. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Now you no. can imagine what me and my brothers oh and my were doing gosh. in the front row. Oh my god! <laughs> so again, now the word for the day. <laughs> the question is: Are those yours? Son? Are those yours? And I just want to encourage our <laughs> listeners of the older persuasion: Please secure all dentures before going into, into church on Sunday morning. Oh my! Very, god. very important. Oh very important. God. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I got to tell you, <laughs> and if you ever find him, <laughs> if you ever find him, just, just bring him back to the owner. Please. Hey, hey, dude, I remember I must have been about maybe 10, 11, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just starting to play in church, play, mm-hmm. play piano and stuff in church. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is Pentecostal church. You know, this is yes, Pente- Pentecostal church when they had, they had testimony time. Yes. Remember sir. that testimony yes. time. Yes. Sir. And they have, they would have the two people up there and they would lead testimony service. I sound like, yes, I, sound, sir. I sound like Steve Harvey and lead yeah. testimony <laughs> service. Yes, sir. <laughs> Lead testimony service. And then, you know, it was no such thing as praise and worship. And it was mm-hmm. nothing that didn't mm-hmm. exist. This is this is no, testimony sir. time. Yep. Yo, dude. So it's my three cousins. My it's all three all three cousins. We not real we church cousins, play cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm about ten. My cousin Dave is about ten. He's on base. Mm-hmm. And my and my cousin Walter is about eight and he's on drums. So that could tell you. The type of church we in. Yep. Like we're all kids. Mm-hmm. Like straight kids. Mm-hmm. No, nah, maybe maybe not. Nah, maybe it's maybe about 13 or 14. Maybe okay. teenagers. Not that, yeah. not that young. But anyway, really young. And <laughs> so this sister was and it was it was it was it was what about what about church cousins' moms? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she's leading praise and worship. She said, and the Lord. Yeah. She got all happy, uh-huh. and the uh-huh. Lord, and the uh-huh. and her teeth flew out of her <laughs> mouth. The force, <laughs> the force, the force, <laughs> and the Lord. And she grabbed him, and the Lord, and shoved him right back in her face. Praise the Lord, and dude, you know, when you were a kid, you cannot laugh at adults. That's 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 a no no. That's so true. I'm at the piano, and my cousins. I'm at the piano in water coming down, <laughs> and all I could do was go. Because <sighs> 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 I can I can see my mother just looking at me. Just I can feel her looking at me. You better not laugh. You better not laugh. You better, you better not laugh. You better not laugh. Oh, they praising the law. She praising the law. She, you better not laugh, dude. I like to die, bro. And sometimes, sometimes the worst thing to do is to look at your. your oh, your forget look about it. The- forget about it. Forget about <laughs> no, it. It's no, over. No. It's over. It's over. It's completely over. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> we just gonna get a beating today. That's I know. That's it. That's I, I take the beating. It's okay. <laughs> exactly. I just take it. I know it's coming. But man, yeah, listen, I like to die anyway. Let's get into our topic, the heart of a praise and worshiper. So, yes, sir. I've been at, I was at Dream Life maybe over five years, but Mm -hmm. I was attending, but I wasn't mixing because I was mixing at another church. I was mixing at Fred Price's church in New York. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I was mixing for Crenshaw Christian Center, New York, and I was mixing there for about four years. So mm-hmm. when I joined the church, I knew I couldn't mix because. Uh-huh. So that's why people you, you would see me like once a month. Yeah, 
You would yeah. see me on that, yeah. and I, that would be my, you know. And I, I had, I had, they had hired my company to mix, which means I could, I could, I had other engineers like in the loop. Yeah, yeah. So when that contract ended, and I would text, I would text Pastor Caleb while I was in church, mm-hmm. like with the dude, you know, because mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I can hear it. Yeah, and um, I remember um, one of my first Sundays, um, just being in church, and I remember seeing you lead worship. Now I hadn't mm-hmm. been there in a while because I had moved to Virginia and I came back because Justin okay. was with me. He moved to Virginia, yes. uh, my yes. son Justin. So I remember when I left, you was a usher. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying mm-hmm. so. So yep. the shock was me was, <laughs> huh? <laughs> That's the cool brother lead to the seat. You good? You ready? Yeah. You, you bop it? You bop down the aisle? Yeah. All right. <coughs> I said, yeah. That's the coolest usher in the world. So, how did you end up at Dream Life? Like, how did that happen? That is a very, very um, intricate and fascinating story. So I grew up <clears throat> Seventh-day Adventist. Wow, most I'd of never, my life. I'd yeah. never thought that. From the age of four to the age of 19, I met uh, my wife, Ty, when I was 17. We began dating about when I was uh, 18. Yep, when I was 18. <clears throat> and just my relationship with her kind of orchestrated in my life a spiritual growth that had me looking for more. Because for for years, for a long time, I went to church, not because I really wanted to go to church, but because, and as you know, uh, uh, bro, um, when we were younger, I couldn't tell my grandmother I wasn't going to church. I always say uh, I had two choices. Either I was going to church, smiling in my nice three-piece suit that she always prepared for me. Or I was going to church in that same three-piece suit going, (laughs) 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 but it's the way I was going to church. Right. But so, so I went for years because I had to go. Then it, it morphed into, uh, I went because my friends were there. And then I got to this place where I was like, I want to understand and know God for myself. And when that happened, I was already uh, dating Ty. And then it kind of orchestrated it where God orchestrated it, where I visited dream life. And I always tell people I spent 80% of the service, my first Sunday being there on my knees, asking God to forgive me for even being there because wow. Sunday events. Is, yeah. Wow. Events preached Sunday worship was wrong, but I couldn't stop coming back because I'm, hearing things that I never heard before. And I'm reading it in my Bible and I'm going, wait a minute, hold on. Nobody ever said this to me before. So the word just made, made me keep coming back until eventually I just wound up joining Dream Life. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. That's amazing. I do. I had, I had no idea. Yeah. No, no. I had no idea that you and Ty knew each other that long. Yeah. We started dating, <clears throat> we started dating in uh, February 98. We got married in uh, sept- oh, excuse me, December 01. 
and been married this year, make 21 years. Wow. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Man, you yeah. Gotta, you got to clap it up for that. <laughs> got to clap it up for that. Marriage is, marriage is a beautiful yeah, thing. Man. Yes, sir. So, because because I remember you being an usher, mm-hmm. how did the praise and worship thing happen? And how, where did music enter your life? Because it had to be there before you became a praise and worship singer, leader. Now, interestingly, when I got to Dream Life, I avoided praise and worship like the plague mm. for two reasons. Number one, <clears throat> I grew up singing in church since I was about six years old. And so when I got to Dream Life, I'm like, I don't want to sing. I don't want to do that. You know, so yeah, I, I, I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll join us. I'll be us. So I wasn't going to do praise and worship. And then also, it was a transition for me because uh, the music that Dream Life sang was very different from what I grew up singing. And I'm like, I don't sing that. So I, I didn't want to do praise and worship. But um, one Sunday, uh, my pastor, Pastor Vicky, <clears throat> who had heard me singing, um, pulled me to the side and she said, if you can sing, how come you're not in praise and worship? And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Um, and so I, I told her I would join, but then I reneged because I told her, I said, well, pastor, I said, my heart's really not in it. And I don't want to do something that I'm not going to really fully commit to. But then one Sunday, uh, she was ministering and uh, another pastor was ministering. <clears throat> and the words that they ministered really convicted me and it just made me say, no, you got a gift that God gave you. Supposed to be used in praise and worship, and next thing you know, I had I had to make that, that commitment to jump on it. Wow, wow, yeah, that's 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 dope. But you know, the thing is, the thing about praise and worship is that, yeah, it's not a performance, and that's, right. that's what I want people to kind of understand. This is not because mm-hmm. I've gone, <clears throat> I've been at churches and I've mixed yeah. at churches where, yeah. They're just singing a song. And that's exactly what praise and worship is not. Yes. That's exactly what it's not. Because praise and worship is different from performing a song or, or being on key or all those things play a part. All those things are important. However, it's more yeah. than just the song sure. because you're bringing someone into praise That's right. and worship. That's right. So yeah. how would you describe <clears throat> praise and worship for yourself as a leader guiding people in? Like, how would you describe it? Wow. I would say it is. Okay. I would describe praise and worship as a public display of a personal experience. Mm. One of the things that you said, Princess, is praise and worship is not performing. And you also, <clears throat> also talked about praise and worship being a part of my life for prior to me joining praise and worship. One of the things that anybody who knows me knows about me is every time you you come, you, you engage me, I'm singing, I'm worshiping. Become a praise and worship. I didn't become um, a worshiper when I got your worship. Worship is what you do. 
So as a worshiper, as a praise and worship leader, I take my personal um, <clears throat> habitual lifestyle of worshiping and I put that on display for the congregation to participate in me and God's intimate moment. Mm. And I invite you to join me. Oh, got you. I'm having an intimate mo- moment with God. I'm inviting you to join me and have your own intimate moment with God right. in this public forum. Right. Right. So how is, what's, what's your song selection process like? Mm. Because a lot of times when, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm consulting churches or and I go into a church, the musicians and the tech people are kind of on, on opposite sides of the fence, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't say all the time, but you know, it's, yeah, it's sure. common. It's common. Yes. And if you have a, an inexperienced praise and worship leader, yeah, they will pick the popular song. Yeah. And sometimes the popular song is not a worship song. It's just a popular song. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It may yes, be a dope song on radio. It may be, may be a nice right. song in the car, but right. this it may not fit. Or it, you know, sometimes you, they pick songs. You could pick a song that's too wordy. Yes. Yes. That it, you know, and it's 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 selecting the right song first that that you feel that it can bless people, and then you got yeah. then you got to look at then you have to check your heart. It's like, am I? Am, is this? Is this? God, is this what you want me to bring, or this is what yeah. I want to do? Like that's how, right. How, how? What's your process? I, I love that question. One of the things I think it's important to understand, and this applies <clears throat> um, uh, both to praise and worship, and I'll say preaching. Now we're not talking about preaching, but I'm using it to make the the the, the uh, correlation. Some songs are for me, and some songs. And other songs are for the entire house. Gotcha. And sometimes what happens is we, as praise and worship leaders, select songs that flip our switch to do in the house. Okay. And then we wonder why we're not getting the corporate reaction that we that we got out of it. Right. That that's two different things. It's almost like, like I said, correlation, making a correlation to preaching the word. Sometimes God will speak a word to you that's just for you. Mm. It's not for you to teach it to everybody. And we get excited. Oh, I can't wait to teach this word. No, no, no. God go, oh, oh, pump the brakes. I didn't give you that to share with everybody. I gave that for you. Mm. And so sometimes you'll hear a song. Maybe you'll hear a song, um, like you said, a, a, a radio song or a song. Maybe you, you're scrolling through your, your your local streaming service and you come across a song, and that song does something to your spirit. And immediately you go, you know what? Oh, I got. I want to do this song of praise and worship. But that's you gotta you gotta run that song through the Holy Spirit. Okay, Holy Spirit, is this a song for our intimate worship, or is this a song for the house? I'll give you an example. I got a, there's a song, Princess, that li- literally is a wonderful worship song. Very simple song, but dynamically uh, powerful. One day I was having an intimate moment with Almighty God, and the Holy Spirit said to me, He said, That's you and Daddy's song. 
Mm. And and I, I I literally almost broke that. I said, "Yes, you're right." This is that's me and me and Daddy share a song. It's, it's almost like a song that you and your wife had. Okay. This song, but now I couldn't take that song and do it for the corporate house. And so the selection process of uh, uh, picking songs is uh, is I, I won't say detailed, but it's extremely important because one of the things that you said about a performance, you, a lot of songs for years have been me-focused rather than God-focused. When I'm selecting a song, first and foremost, I want to establish, okay, Holy Spirit, what is the agenda for this? Today? What, is the, what is the message in praise and worship that we want to communicate? And then what are the song, song or songs that meet that message? And that enables me to select the, the necessary songs to communicate what God wants to communicate in worship that day. Got you. Got you. I know a lot of times um, in, in, in some churches, the, the man and woman of God who's preaching or the person over the house sure. will, will get with the music department and say, yeah. um, this is the message that I'm preaching. Mm-hmm. I need songs. To dial, dial into that, to correlate with that, correlate yeah. with that. Is that yeah. is that part of the process from, for you? It is for not the praise and worship portion, but rather for um, the worship after my pastor ministers. Gotcha. He ministers a word. I want to undergird that word with a, like you said, a song that's going to push that message forward. Right. Which allows the entire house to come. Uh, into worship and to basically reinforce what God has spoken to him. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that, I think that's important to the understanding that song and spoken word have their own dynamic power. Yes, absolutely. Right. And then, which is why, you know, going to church or being, being ministered to in song and in word, how, Mm -hmm. One can push the other. One can yes. one can be seed. One can be water. One can be sunlight. Yes, one can, absolutely. So all these yeah. things are, are 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 part of the growth process, or yeah. the interaction process, or the what I would call the route the route to the heart. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? They they, they work in correlation with at least they're supposed to work in correlation with right. one another. Right. And 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 one of the things that you said you're absolutely right. Sometimes. Uh, I, I know I've had moments where the the wrong song can I'll, I'll, I'll use the term quench the spirit in the moment, mm. and it's like okay we just work powerful word and then you then you pull out pull out this song like you said that's really really wordy <laughs> or, or or like I said that that is my song the thing that's important to me and 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 you can feel the entire atmosphere just go just like like the whole the, the air just come come all out of it wow. and so my responsibility my um i guess that's, uh, my role is to listen to the holy spirit okay holy spirit how do i you tell me what song do i need to help undergird and partner with my pastor to make sure that your purpose is accomplished by combining the word and the worship. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So we ask you, 
as a um, it's let's say this 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 go hypothetical in real in yeah. real time. It's Monday, mm-hmm. and you you know you're ministering Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What happens on Monday for you? Well, Monday for me is a prep day for sure. Monday for me is a day where I'm sitting with in in the presence of God. I'm listening. Okay, Holy Spirit, tell me what your theme is for Sunday. Now he might change it later on, but at least give me a starting place. I need to know what, what's your mind for Sunday. And as I'm doing that, he starts dropping songs in my spirit. He, he'll start speaking to me uh, about what maybe he wants to do on Sunday, whether it be with the congregation or just with the praise and worship team. Sometimes right. the Holy Spirit will speak to me and say, well, this is what I want to do with and through the praise and worship team on Sunday. And I begin to communicate that with the team members, with the musicians, so everybody can prep throughout the week. And then I'll take those songs through Tuesday through Friday, and I'm running those songs through my spirit constantly. So my Monday, Monday is an is a, is a important prep day, really, really important prep day. So by the time you get to... So, so during the week, so like you say, RK, we figured out the songs. Yep. Um, what's your communication with the other praise and worship singers and the band? Like, how how do you how does the songs get to the 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 the, the musicians the and, and other team members? So, I'm gonna send out an email. That's our, our uh, uh, standard operating procedure. Communicate an email by uh, Tuesday. Because everybody has to have days to prep their spirits into both both the spiritual aspect and the practical aspect of learning and and, and running it through your spirit, getting into your spirit. Um, and so I'm going to send the actual songs themselves. I usually I usually download them and just send the actual songs with the song list and say, ladies and gentlemen, our rehearsal is Saturday. Prep these songs, listen to them, learn them. Get them in your spirit. And when we come together on Saturday, we're going to lock them in. If you have any questions, let me know. And so Tuesday is my communication day. And then I'm, for the rest of the week, the entire team is plugging those songs into our ears. Whether, whether, and this is important. Even if it's songs that we already know. Because sometimes, Princess, what can happen is we can get familiar with songs and go, okay, I don't really need to listen to that one. I don't really need to prep my spirit for that one because I know that song. Right. But the Holy Spirit may want to do something new with something old. Got you. So you can't be locked into, okay, this is Holy Spirit. This is how you uh, uh, moved through that song last time. It, no, no, no. He said, mm, mm, that was, that was uh, last time you did that song. I want to give you new wine. I, might, I may want to give you new wine with an old song. Right. So whether it be an old song or a new song, I'm running those songs, I'm listening to those songs regularly so that when come time for us to come together and prep, my spirit is already ready to go. Got you. Yeah. You know, the, the, the thing about, it's, it's um, you've heard this saying that practice makes perfect. Yes, sir. And, you know, practice don't make perfect. Practice makes preparation. That's all it does. That, that's so true. That's so true. Yes, sir. Practice makes yes, preparation. Sir. That is so true. Um, because I know from from being on tour and being in bands and you know being in church and kind of weighing all these things out. Um, 
what a what what should happen for it to be excellent to me this is this is yeah. me yeah. is that yeah. what we would do is we the band rehearses like mm-hmm. we straight up mm-hmm. we don't want to see no singers for a minute because yeah. we're working out the kinks we know yeah. we've, we've gotten with the we got with the praise and worship leader or the or minister of music or the worship pastor yeah. or whatever whatever your title is and we've gotten with them and like we've we're, we're like we're, we're in our cubby hole and we're yeah. working it out the singers are then working it out. Yes, right? sir. Then that all comes together. Yes, sir. So this leads me to this point. Mm-hmm. So I want you to describe the first Sunday that I mixed and what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and what? And, and I'm just curious. I got to know what was the shock waves like? Because okay, those of you you know what I mix for the house. Um, I'm real direct. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm like it's it, like you. I'm super direct. There's no yeah. second guessing. It's it's you know exactly. I know exactly what, exactly what right. I, I. It's I'm super direct. Some people can deal yeah. with it. Other people can't. Other people That's have, right. one people warm up to it. You know how to talk to different people after a while. You know, you just kind of fill the room out. But on a whole, yeah. I remember yeah. after the first after the first time I mixed, yeah. and my wife uh-huh. was like, how did it go? I was like, how did it sound? She said, oh, it sounded great. I said, that's how I went. She said, but then she's good. And she goes, yeah, <laughs> but how did it go? Because I know you. And I've been in many churches with you, Nixon. And I was like, it's a process. And they just got a first dose of the, pro- of the new right. process. That's right. So, so my curiosity, because I remember yes, it was your praise team that I first mixed for. Got so, you. well, see, interestingly for me, uh, bro, like, I'm used to more uh, direct instruction. That that's that was my background coming up. Yeah, um, so I was definitely used to. Now my the team had to had to get adjusted. Obviously, <laughs> you know, the team had to get adjusted to it for sure. Because the reality is, if if you didn't grow up in a, a and I, yeah, I'll say this, especially a choir background. See, I grew up in a choir background. Mm-hmm. And you as oh, um, yeah, I already know. You, you already, did, I already know. In, in choir backgrounds, it's very, it's very direct. Very, I, I don't want to say strict, but you understand. It, yeah, it's, it's like, now okay. no, no stop. You flat sharp back and, to the and, top. And, okay, who, who's exactly. that? Okay, and sing your note. You sing your note. You sing your note. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> no. Hey, Pastor Caleb. Do you know any churches that want to get into podcasting? I know a bunch, but they don't know where to begin. Well, did you tell them about the Tascam Mixcast 4? I told a few, but let's talk about its features. Well, it has four microphone inputs. And you can take phone calls over your mobile device. You can use it with live stream platforms like Zoom. You can connect via Bluetooth. And it comes with sound pads for music and effects like this. Huh, not bad. It's an all-in-one unit, which is small enough to fit in a messenger bag. So pastors, go to your favorite retailer 
and pick up the Tascam Mixcast 4 today. Yeah, today. <laughs> That's what I came from. So for me, it was it wasn't uh, uh, difficult for me to take at all, but it was it was definitely, and I would also say for Ty because Ty came from that background as well. The other team members had to adjust to it, but I think what made it, um, what softened it. Okay, let me let me sidebar real quick. There's a, uh, 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 I don't want to say doctrine, but there's um, there was a common practice in biblical times of what was called oil and wine. What they would do is, and you can find this specifically in the the parable of the Good Samaritan. He's on the road, he gets beat up, uh, 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 basically they rob him of his stuff. And you get the three people that come by the way. Obviously we know who the three people are. But the, uh, the word of God talks about how the Good Samaritan came and bandaged his wounds, right? But it says he put oil and wine on the wounds. Now, here's why. The oil is for the soothing of the pain. The wine is for the cleansing. As you know, Prentice, wine has alcohol. When you pour alcohol on a wound, it's going to burn. But the oil soothes the, the wine. The sound that came as a result of your mixing, was the oil. The direct instruction <laughs> was the wine. Got you. So the the oil, the sound, is soothed the direct instruction because we heard the sound. Oh, that's what he's trying to trying to accomplish. Right. Okay. We get. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. 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 It made it easier. It's almost like they, they they say a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Right. Yes, the, the the sound that that you were able to mix and put out soothed the the bite. I'll say the sting mm-hmm. of the of the direct instruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would tell my wife. I said, I said, I said, listen, I'm here to make a dance. That's I, right. I, and I, That's and, right. I, and, I and I and I know I, and I know the gift that God gave me. Yep. And I want to make sure like it's excellent mm-hmm. and. And that's why I would be a stickler for being on time because yes. it would be, you know, I, I I remember one morning I explained it to you. I said, listen, you're, you're not uh, allowing me to minister. That, like that you're not everything. helping me minister. Like this is my ministry. I'm 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 helping you minister by, but you gotta give me what I need to help me minister. That changed everything for me. That no lie, princess, that changed everything for me because and I, uh, uh, permit me to speak to all of my uh, praise and worship, co-praise and worship leaders out there who may be listening. It's important for us to understand that you guys as the mixers, the sound engineers, are ministering just like we are. Unfortunately, sometimes in the mind of whether it be praise and worship leaders or even speakers, pastors, Min- that word ministry is uh, limited or compartmentalized to those who are up on the pulpit. Right. No. The people who are in the back 
who are or in the back of the sanctuary who are making sure the sound is working, they are ministering unto God in their function. And when you said that to me, that changed everything. Changed everything. Yeah, I found it like um refreshing that you got it. Yeah. Um and I think that after the first first couple of months, yeah. I start seeing people running, running into running, <laughs> running in, like just running in. Because I would immediately joke you. Yeah. I would immediately, yeah. I would, because I would, I would make, you know, I'm I'm dead serious. But <laughs> but oh you 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 oh you oh yeah, you the punchline today. Today, you know, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna ride you all sound check. All sound check. I don't care. You it's can't. all love, Pete. No, no, you don't love me. You don't love you, me. You, don't lo- you, you can't love me. What you mean you, what you mean you love me? You know what time it is? It's like, you know, how could you possibly say you love me? You you can't. It's impossible. Because if you love me, you would show up on time. Because that's part of the process, you know. But therefore, because you show up 15 minutes late, now I got to fix your mic. And now you, but, you, but you want it to work, right? But, oh, but you know, but, but you really going to throw me under the bus. So, so, so basically, you, what you're saying is... You know, I need you to sound check for the first song and mix the second song. That's what you want me to do. <laughs> but you know, but, and so I would immediately yes, sir. go into joke mode, like absolutely. And I, don't, I ain't care who it was. It's like nah, I ain't care nah. who it was because pastoral laity, they were gonna get it. Yeah, and I, yeah. I ain't care who it was. It's like, hey, yep. listen, I need you know, even even the intercessors are like, hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I know we gotta pray. I know, yeah. but y- y'all been here an hour. Yeah. I need y'all to leave. So I, so I could so I could because you know Sunday's Sunday's you know the Super Bowl come on. The Super Bowl come on when 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 praise and worship start. That's you know Sunday's the Super Bowl. Every Sunday is the Super Bowl. I got to prep for the Super Bowl. Yes, this this ain't just hit the button, you know. Oh wow, hit the magic button. Oh. No, this mm-hmm. this requires time, energy, yeah. thought. So true. All those things factor yeah. in. And I think a lot of times they people don't understand what really goes into goes into yes. it. Because I remember the first time I did first time I did sound check and I had everybody sing singing their part solo, right? Yes. And I'm pretty sure no one understood why. Mm-hmm. Why? So I'm mm-hmm. gonna explain why. Thank you, sir. Okay, I want to explain why. It's called timbre and texture. Mm. So, if you're a tenor, right, mm. and you have a voice like Brian McKnight, mm-hmm. who's also a tenor, yeah. Gerald Levert, he's a tenor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Timbre, texture, mm. sopranos, altos, timbre, yes. texture. So. I want to hear the texture of everyone's voice in that mm. vocal range. So sopranos. Yeah. I want to hear if I got a one that's a biter, a belter, or a mm-hmm. whisperer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I can come up with the best combination for this soprano section. Yeah. Same thing with the altos. Same thing with the tenors. Yeah. You may you may have a light tone. You have an aggressive Sure. Aggressive tone. I can't sure. mix you like I mix Pastor Dana. That's right. Two different voices. Singing yeah. the same notes, though. Yeah. You, you singing yeah. the same yeah. notes. Yeah. But what works for what song? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So while I'm in sound checking, I'm going through all all these all these voices because I look at it like it's paint. It's paint yeah. to me. So I'm so then then so then I listen to the songs mm-hmm. and I say, oh, on this song, this soprano sounds better on top because her voice is a whisper voice. And this song is soothing. Wow. It's not a belter song. So wow. I'm going to put the belter underneath yeah. it to support the whisper wow. tone <laughs> of that the, of, of that section. So yeah. then I listen to the entire section. Wow. Now I can say, oh, let me just pull you this back, pull this back, pull you up, yeah. this back. Yeah. And I do the same yeah. thing with the musicians. I said, that's yeah. why I would say, right, what are you playing? No, CC. What are you playing? Yeah. What, yeah what's the yeah. part you playing? Let me hear it. Oh, okay. You playing guitar? You're not playing guitar. You playing acoustic? You playing electric? What kind of bass you playing? Because yeah. it's all color to me. It's all yeah. color and frequency to me. I know that if you're playing a piano, and and then you're playing a, a pad string on the other keyboard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you to play the piano an octave down. Can you can you invert wow. the chord? Because I'm a musician. I understand how it'll sound better mm-hmm. because it'll open up the string part, and that way, the soprano on this song has the melody. You're not thinking wow. that way. I'm thinking wow. that way. I'm yeah, thinking yeah. saying the soprano has the melody. You're playing a string patch. It's the same frequency as the string patch. I need you mm-hmm. to. I need. I, you need to have a darker sound on your chords so this way the song will swim. That's how I'm thinking. I'm thinking in mm-hmm. in in ways of texture. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I will be super detailed in sound check, I have now a mental note of what's about to happen. Yes. So now I have I have more information. Yes. I'm just gathering information. And see, as you describe that, one of the things that I think um uh many of us as praise and worship leaders need to be willing to do in sound check specifically is to relinquish control because we go well i'm singing i'm the one that's ministering so okay this is what i want wait wait a minute hold on time there is there is technical um things that you understand that i don't right and so it's important for me as a praise and worship leader in that moment to say, okay, like you said, hey, Prentice, these are the songs that we are going to do. This is what we want to accomplish. I'm giving them to you now. You do what you know is best to get that done. Right. Right. And that's difficult for praise and worship leaders to relinquish control. But you know when in... Every church I've mixed at, every yeah. every single church I've mixed at, yeah. the first thing I do is make sure everyone's comfortable enough to trust me with your gift. That's right. Trust is built over time. Yes, sir. So I knew in the first sound check, I knew it was going to be hard. Yeah. And I knew I, I knew I was going to have to put my foot down like really, really yeah. hard. Yeah. But I knew the result would make it easier the next yeah. time. Yeah. Because I'm right. like, I said, like, I'm results driven. I'm I'm results yeah. driven. I'm like, okay, that's right. I know based on this church and based mm-hmm. on the equipment they have and the musicians and the singers they have, mm-hmm. they are not getting to their potential. Mm. I know what that sounds like. 
I've been around the world. I've been on tour. I've been in stadiums. I've been in big churches. I know how it's it's supposed to sound. Mm -hmm. So what I have to do as an engineer is have you trust me with your gift. I know as a musician, when I'm on stage Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I can't hear myself, Mm -hmm. that I am frustrated to no end because I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm completely not sure if I'm playing the right thing. That's right. If you're a singer and you're singing three or four part harmony and your your counterpart is is not close enough for you to pick up the note, I know about yeah. singing. Yes. Sir. I understand, like, okay, you lean it in to grab the note. I know what you're doing. Yes. Yes. So sir. because I understand if I if I'm in the sound check. And I see that you're not sure on on song number two. I'm ducking mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So this way, I'm protecting you because you're trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So then when I'm doing it, I got the headphone on. They don't know. Y'all don't even know this. I got. The, yeah. I got. I got. If you're struggling, and I see you struggling, and you're trying mm-hmm. to, and you're you're sharp flat, you're just not sure, yeah. and you, I see you looking down, trying to get to know. I'm gonna bring you down and solo you in my headphone until wow. I hear you get the note. Yeah, yeah. Once you get the note, then I put you back in the mix because I'm protecting you. I'm protecting your gift. Yeah. But if you can tell that I'm doing that and I'm doing Mm -hmm. it constantly because I'm constantly changing, constantly moving, constantly doing, I'm constantly doing it because there's no setting. It's no, it's no thing to set it and forget it. So inside of the, the context of mixing is that you're presenting. Mm -hmm gifts to not only to the kingdom, to the parishioners at the end of the day, we're here to save souls. That's right. That's, 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 that's why we're here. That's the ultimate goal. If I can help assist, then that's what I'm going to do. Yes, and that's, sir. and that's why I'm here. So man, listen, we could talk forever on this. <laughs> yes, we definitely got to come back and do part two. You definitely yeah, got to come man. back and do part two. I just want to thank my brother, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, my brother, Minister Demetrius Pugh. Thank you so much, man. Man, I, I'm so glad you're here. But before we get out of here, we do this, we, we do this, we do this quick thing called 30 Seconds and Gone. Okay. It's right or wrong. There's no wrong answer. True, false. You ready? Got it. Ladies and gentlemen, 30 Seconds and Gone, five questions. <laughs> Final question. We're going hot off the dome. Hot off the dome. <laughs> All right. Adidas, Nikes, or New Balance? Adidas. Adidas. Yes, sir. Okay. Favorite sci-fi film? Oh, wow. Favorite sci-fi film? I'm, I'm going to say Avatar. Avatar? Oh, you know number two yeah. coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Number two yes, coming sir. out. Okay, yes, so I, I, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to throw it okay. out there anyway. Marvel or DC? DC. Really? I, I, yes, yo, sir. I could have swore you was going to say Marvel. <laughs> is it coming? It's, it's Batman. Batman. It's, it's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah man. All right. All right. Yeah, All right. Man. All, right. All right. Who was your favorite Old Testament prophet? Oh. My favorite Old Testament prophet was probably uh, Isaiah. Isaiah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
So, we're going to go to the New Testament now. Talk to me. I'm going to name two individuals, and you okay. tell me who you most identify with. Okay. Start with a P. Mm-hmm. Peter or Paul? Oh, easily Peter. Really? Easily Peter. Yes, sir. Really? Peter's a sanguine. Peter's a sanguine. I'm a sanguine. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, I want to thank my brother, Minister Demetrius Pugh. Hey, listen, um, if you're in the Bronx and you want to hear a word from God <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you want to be thoroughly ministered to. Yes, sir. Visit Dream Life Church International. Mm-hmm. And you're going to hear a great word. That's guaranteed mm-hmm. from Without Apostle question. John Tosola. That's, yes, uh, sir. That's, you, 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 you can put your foot down on that. You definitely... <laughs> I remember, I remember when I first came, yeah. I was getting used to his accent. Mm-hmm, he would mm-hmm. say this thing, yeah me, people of God, yeah me. <laughs> and I was I lead to Debbie, I go, well, who's here? Who's here? <laughs> love you, Apostle. I love you, Apostle. Hey, listen, make sure you go to the show notes. There's a plenty of information there. Check out everything that we have going on. I will mm-hmm. say like we always say it. Keep God first in everything you do. We see you next time on the Church Sound Podcast.